What's this? Give me that. We don't need one of these. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Good morning, Casey. You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. I am your host, Amy Wadsworth. I am in the power seat today, which means across the desk is Lawson Reeves. Good morning, Lawson. Good morning, Amy. My co-host. <laughs> I made it sound like this is my show. This morning, we're switching things up a little bit. Amy's over the other side of the desk. She's running the ship, pushing all the buttons, making sure everything goes smoothly. And Amy, how do you think you're going so far? We've already had a call from the president of the radio station telling me that your mic wasn't on in the intro. So we're doing really well. The amount of times that I have given you flack... For starting the show with my microphone off, I'm learning it's not so easy on this side of the desk. No, it's tough over there pushing buttons, you know? It's not all just rainbows and lollipops and, and uh, chairs with wheels. Yeah, I have, I have a spinny chair now, guys. <laughs> it's so exciting. So if you can hear creaking in the background of today's show, it's me playing with the chair. Just know that. Coming up on today's show, we discuss a stalker who has taken his detective skills to the next level... I want to discuss with Amy about some masked singer controversies and some people think that you can get high off your own period, but it's not the way that you are thinking. So stick around, all that plus more coming up. Before we dive into the show, I just wanted to check in with you. Lawson, how was your week? My week's been good. Uh, Staying strict with my diet, going to the gym a lot, just, you know, Getting back into some routine. That sounds very exciting. Now, can we talk about my weekend? Because that's what I really wanted no, to I talk about. I thought so, yeah, because you weren't even looking at me when I spoke. Yeah, no. Now, I went and I saw a new musical on the weekend, and I'm so obsessed with it, so that is what we're speaking about. Lawson, you have already heard me gush about this show for a whole entire hour on and, the way down here this morning. And you played it on the radio all, all drive, the entire drive, musical numbers. I yes. wasn't a fan. So the show that we are talking about is Come From Away that is currently playing at the Comedy Theatre in Melbourne and it is such a gorgeous show. It is about a town called Gander in North America where during 7-11, 38 planes were stranded essentially because the American airwaves were closed and they all had to come land in this town and this town of 10,000 managed to look after 7,000 thousand people from all over the world during this time of crisis and it's just it really makes your heart feel so full because it's just about like the human spirit and kindness i mean it's also very sad because 7-eleven is a very sad thing but it is a gorgeous show and i would really recommend it i just need to pull you up for a moment yes only because both times you explained what it was about you said Seven Eleven. Oh my goodness! Like you no, were talking about. no. Oh no! This is something that I do so often. It's not. It's so bad. Yeah. Obviously, I mean nine eleven, not Seven Eleven. I'm not. Yeah, it's true. You are. I'm laughing at the fact that you made the mistake. Not twice. Yeah. I twice. did it twice. The first time you said it, I'm like that doesn't sound right. Uh and it, because it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't right. No. I like how you didn't correct me the first time, though. You just let me keep going. No, no. Well, I didn't realize the first time. There's only once you said it the second time. That, uh, that is definitely wrong. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. 
Unscripted. Last night, another uh, mass singer has been revealed. Yes, it was Kate Sobrano last night was revealed as the lion. Did you guess it? No. You didn't know. I had suspicions late, late in the game. Like as in how late? Like after she took her mask off late? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. No, I had seen a few comments floating around that it was Kate Sobrano. Okay, well, I wanted to just talk a little bit about the show. We've discussed it quite a lot the last couple of weeks. Yes, I shared my masked singer conspiracy theories a few weeks back, and now you are finally coming to the table. You are coming to me with... Some controversies. I love a good controversy. Couple little controversies. Yeah, the the first uh, is an accusation. A lot of people are thinking that the stars aren't singing live, and that one, the first one, I'm like, well, this this one is more than likely true. You could say they aren't, but why put a mask on? Like, I know it's obviously the point is to hide their identity. But you could so easily just chuck a mask on them and let them just dance around the stage to a track. The one remark that I've seen around this that I think is valid, the sound quality sounds really good. And obviously, I'm not sure how it works, but they're holding their microphones outside of the mask. You would think there would be some kind of like sound buffering singing through a mask. It sounds so crisp. They're holding... So when they take their mask off, do they also have a... No, which is a, what I thought yeah. would be the case, but they don't have a headset mic. It's only the handset mics. Mm. Unless there's like some sort of mic system inside the mask, I can see where the conspiracy theorists are coming from. No, well, definitely because they also... They're in a really, really heavy suit. That suit does not look light. They're very elaborate. So you're wearing a heavy suit, you're dancing around the stage... And yet you're not out of breath or the song isn't breathy or anything. Yes. And for people, for trained singers, I can understand them having mm. great breath control and being able to dance around in a very restrictive, heavy, claustrophobic suit and not skip a beat, not be affected. But there are people on these shows who aren't trained singers and they also are able to be fit enough yeah. to sing and dance Without fault. I'm not sure if they're singing live, but I definitely, definitely think they would be auto-tuned. Auto. So, can you auto-tune live? Yeah. You, I don't, yeah. You can chuck it over Even the top. things like Australia's Got Talent or like Britain's Got Talent sometimes use auto-tune okay. on performances. What are your thoughts on that? Because I don't know that that's fair. Why well, can't chuck auto-tune on a singer in a singing competition and, and let them win? Like, or... Like, isn't the whole point that they can sing? So if you put auto-tune on it, isn't that to help you along to make you sound better? Exactly, and it's so unnecessary because especially on shows like that, they are talented. They don't need auto-tune. It's just the stations trying to make their show look more professional. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure about that, but look, it's not the only bit of controversy that I have. Ooh, Lawson has all the tea this morning, guys. Yes. All right, hit me. The next is that because on the show, uh, they are voted, aren't they? Voted? Is that how it works? Yes, so uh, (laughs) they're voted. Wow, yes. are giving controversy about a show that I uh, probably should watch more often? Yes, this is just as bad as me calling 9-11-7-11. Yeah, please. (laughs) Welcome to our really professional show. We run a tight ship here at Lawson and Amy. 
So what happens is a section of the audience, they just vote someone out. Okay. And so each week, even if they aren't guessed out, they're just voted out. And then they take their mask off. Yes. I don't think they ever reveal whether the guesses are right or not. Like, if they guess right, it doesn't mm. mean, oh, mm. we got you, take your mask oh, off. So what, what's the point you of the judges? You only get voted out. Uh, they, they're pointless, essentially. Oh, this show is getting better and better. Uh, no, so the controversy is that there is... No, the votes actually aren't being counted. They they think that... Uh, and this is coming from an insider to the Ooh. show. So they are evicted based on how famous they are, getting rid of the least famous first and saving their celebrities that are a lot more famous for the end to build up to them and, you know, make it... Because imagine if Greta Colleen was the last person guest and all these people get out early and then the last, the very last one, everyone's really excited and they take the helmet off and it's Greta Colleen. A hundred percent. We spoke about this last time. You said that they should reveal the bigger people earlier to kind of draw people mm. in. I was like, no way. They're holding on to them. I would not be surprised if the voting was also non-existent. I reckon they do get people to vote, but it probably doesn't get counted it probably doesn't really matter they would have the order it also said that that they don't even bother counting the votes there's not that's they don't they they don't bother counting them so and they also don't bother ever showing any percentage of the vote because it does not matter yeah no definitely not surprised after the break we are going to continue talking about reality tv and it's actually going to be a show that lawson has watched (laughs) he was also in it We will be talking about Big Brother and we'll be giving you some of the inside scoops about what happens inside the Big Brother house. Stick around. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Before the break, we teased that we are going to be talking about Big Brother again. If you tuned in last week, of course, we had to talk about Big Brother returning. Now, Lawson, this week you have a bit of a correction, I believe. For last week, yes, I listened to the podcast. I'm one of our fans. And in it, we're talking about how on other reality shows they can create whatever storyline they like because uh, they can interview the people in the show after the show and get sort of grabs and whatnot. And you had mentioned how in Big Brother, the producers can't really do that. And we just moved on. But after listening to it and having a think about it, uh, I think that's incorrect. I think they're very much in control of what uh, is happening on that show, what can and can't be aired. You know, they're obviously creating their storylines and sticking to the storylines that they like and avoiding other storylines altogether. And even though they don't tell us what to do or what to say... There was on a few occasions where they told us we weren't allowed to talk about something that had happened in the house and to just drop that topic all together. In this instance, one housemate uh, came across one of the other housemates throwing up their food uh, after eating and was then told that they weren't allowed to bring that up at all. And it got really confusing in the house because there was a fight that happened and, and they couldn't actually explain themselves because they weren't allowed to bring up the fact that they knew this information. And and uh, that was mainly because they didn't want that storyline aired about that certain character on the show because they had that character pegged to be one of the front runners later on in the show. Interesting. I haven't cleared this with you. 
But there is something else that you've told me once that I mm. also think is really interesting. Mm. Is one time when you were in, is it called the diary room? Yes. The diary room. And they were trying very hard to get you to say something in particular. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. But you told me at one point they brought in a female Big Brother to talk to you in hopes that, this was your theory, is that a female would almost make you feel more comfortable and you would share a little bit more? Well, I in lockdown before going in, I had watched some documentary about um, FBI interrogation techniques and and whatnot. And uh, and even there they had used some female interrogators because... uh, males tend to bring down their guard when they speak to a female. They don't seem as defensive and perhaps may give more information. I brought that up to the female who was speaking as Big Brother and mentioned that. There was a long pause of silence and then she told me I could leave the diary (laughs) room. Well played, Lawson. Go on any further. Well played. I guess there's a small amount of people out there the ones that have been in the show that know how it runs and how it works and what happens behind the scenes. And, and lots of people do have a lot of questions about those things and are interested as long as, uh, you know, I'm always happy to answer anyone's questions about anything to do with the show. In, in saying that I have since this recent big brother has mentioned that it's coming back. I've had a lot of people from my past, uh, that I maybe haven't spoken to so much hit me up uh, they would all want they all want help with their auditions oh really <laughs> yeah yeah either telling like can i hook them up uh, or like get them through to a round or you know help them one person's like can you help me with my audition and i'm like uh, yeah what part in particular oh no i haven't started it yet <laughs> well, what do you want me to do fill it out for you you should just make everyone like recommendation videos be like hi i'm Lawson Reeves and i endorse insert name here <laughs> no not at all i'm i'm not doing that at the end of the day the best advice w- would be just to be yourself uh and because you know they've been doing it for a lot of years so they know exactly who is putting it on and who is not so as long as you're yourself then you know that's you, you because you have to go into a house for at least 12 weeks at the end 12 weeks you can't pretend to be someone else for 12 weeks, 24 hours, seven days a week. So just be yourself. Heightened version, by the way. Be the best version of yourself, but but just but just be yourself. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Right now, I'm kicking back. I've got a mimosa in hand. I'm just relaxed because Amy is pushing all the buttons today learning everything, putting what she has learned into practice. So if there's any problems today, you can blame her. I'm also just going to quickly say this. I also have shoes on for once. What? Is that because you're... Should I be taking mine off on this side? Is that I feel the like you should is what I was going right. to say. Maybe I can pimp your feet out for a change. <laughs> Guys, if you want pictures of Lawson's feet, hit me up. Lawson and Amy on Instagram. Why are you always pimping out my feet? Why are you always saying you take photos of them? It makes it sound like you want the photos. I posted a picture to the Instagram <laughs> account about you being our resident foot pimp. <laughs> I saw. And I was thinking how many people would actually understand what that reference is. If you do get that reference, 10 points to you, my friend. You are a true fan. Look, last week, uh, last we weren't going to talk about food, but we'll talk about this. Last week, 
on the show, we spoke a little bit. I was making a joke about Amy uh, taking photos of her feet to make some money. And I was asking if anyone wanted any of them. I'll make sure I get them out. It didn't make the podcast in the first edit. And when I listened, I was like, there's something missing. And he's like, yeah, I left out the feet thing because it sounds a lot like you just wanting to take photos of my feet. It sounded really creepy. And also you were laughing so hard (laughs) at your own jokes. So we're all on the same page. Lawson is now an official foot pimp. Once again, his services are up for offer if you are interested. If you're after some feet pics, hit me up. I've got like a full range, (laughs) just different angles, socks on, shoes on, barefoot. We've got it all. Feet's are us. I don't know. Feet's are us. Anyway, let's get the show back on track. Essentially, all I was trying to say (laughs) is that I feel a lot more like a responsible adult today. I'm pushing the buttons. I've got shoes on. I don't even recognize myself. Now, what were we meant to talk about? Uh, food. We were food. food. Yes. Lucky one of us is keeping on track. And Amy, uh, let me just ask you, when you go to a restaurant, do you have uh, like a price limit uh, that you probably won't go over? And by that, I mean, when I'm first looking at the menu, I look at what's on it, not the price. Then once I've decided what thing I would like, I then shift my eyes over to the price. If it's over the price that I normally don't like to spend then I'll probably just change my mind to something else. What's your price limit where you change your mind? Anything over $40 mm. is far too expensive for me. Yep, you can't you, you can't justify paying over $40 for a meal when you can get something probably just as good for under. Yeah, no, it's a it's a deal breaker. If your meal is $40 plus, it is it's not an option. It's just not an option. What if it was 42? Like just that two bucks, like it's just a two smacker. It depended on what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it was a good rack of ribs, then I would consider Splurge. consider the 42. Yeah. That would be worth it. Okay. The reason I ask is because just uh, recently a restaurant in Melbourne has released a steak. It could potentially be the most expensive steak in Australia. $750. Uh, sorry, can you just... Yeah. 700 yep. $150, yes, yeah, $750 for what? One, one steak. How do they justify that? That is insane. Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's half a kilo. It's 500 grams of steak. Here's what you get with this steak. First off, it is in uh, A5 marbling classification, which is the highest marble uh, available for Kobe beef. It's grilled over charcoal and served rare with a koji fermented morel mushroom sauce spiked with a little bit of uh, a type of red wine. doesn't really matter what it is. I'm sure it's an expensive one. <laughs> and, then, and then it also has a white radish puree and a serve of thrice, not twice, thrice cooked duck fat chips. I bet there's like three too. It's not, they're not, it's not like a handful of chips. It's literally three stacked or something like that. I hate when that happens. Anyway, and also, <laughs> and also, uh, loaded on top of the steak, perhaps unsurprisingly too, by the way, uh, black truffles. Yeah, that makes sense. And a gold leaf. I was going to say there has to be gold leaf on it. People, but, sorry. I was just going to say, can't you just order it without the gold leaf? Because surely that loses at least 200 bucks. I don't think that's an option. Nothing grinds my gears more than, firstly, restaurants that say, this meal has been specially made by the chef and you will not alter it. 
Like, there is no way. If you're spending $700 on a steak, I don't think you're going to be that concerned about the price anyway to mm. be like, um, sorry, can you just spare the gold leaf? But this is also something that grinds <laughs> my gears. I'm just going to keep going here because I'm really passionate yeah, about please. this. Restaurants that just put gold leaf on a meal so they can put these ridiculous price tags on it. People who eat gold, why do we eat gold? And what is wrong with us? And truffles too. I mean, just spring that on top just to add to the price. Truffles are fine because they're made to be eaten. Yeah. If you were that rich that you were eating <laughs> gold, once again, eating gold, yeah. like what? what is our society? It's a very fancy thing to do, eating gold. It's so... I would be curious to know what it's like coming out the other end. That is something I'm probably never going to know. It's a luxury that I will not be afforded. Have you ever Pooping tried... gold. <laughs> wow. You really have made it in the world if you are pooping gold, haven't you? You know you've made it if there's gold in your poop. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you ever tried the vodka that has gold flakes floating in it? No, didn't you just hear my very impassionate rant about why we should not consume gold? Because that is just... The epitome of privilege. Yeah, yes, I get it. But it's actually not all that expensive for the gold flake one. You know, if you want to splurge a little, treat yourself. In that case, uh, scratch what I just said. Where can I get this? (laughs) I definitely know you can get it from the airport. But most, I'd say most bottle shops you frequent would probably have one somewhere. It's Smirnoff too. Smirnoff. Not sponsored by them. Not sponsored by anybody. We are the worst for name dropping. I know. <laughs> I know, but listen, we don't we are not supported or sponsored by anyone. We hardly even support ourselves. I will admit I am a sucker for a good sparkly drink. If my drink has sparkles in it, I will be there staring at it for a very long time. Well, just quickly jumping back to steaks, uh the most expensive steak I've ever bought and I used to buy it maybe once or twice a month was fifty four. Fifty four ninety five for the steak. Didn't come with anything, though. Just the steak. Just rare. Yeah. No, it was well, cooked. Yeah. Raw. Medi- yeah, raw. But not raw. Medium rare. It was in a restaurant. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I was buying the steak. It was just not... It was just didn't come with anything. That's a lot. 54 bucks for one, one piece of steak. That is ridiculous. No, seven fifty is crazy. But, hey, when you have more money than cents, might as well spend it on gold-flaked steak. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Before the break, we mentioned that we will be talking about getting high off of your own period. And we've been poking fun at this topic, saying that it's not very highbrow. But honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about periods. 50% of the population get their periods. And I'll be honest, Lawson, you were the one that actually recommended this segment. Yes, definitely. I'm very... uh interested in this story obviously i'm going to perhaps have a little trouble um relating yeah relating and weighing in on it but i do find it quite intriguing and seeing as though 50 percent of our show is female you know it's fine to talk i mean it's fine to talk about it anyway i think just quickly before we do touch on this there's an ad at the moment i'm not sure of what brand is doing it but they're they're showing period blood on in the TV ads or it's like an ad about how we don't talk about it or we don't show it or whatever and and it's sort of a lot more real about about periods. And all these complaints coming in about it. Like it's a big deal. Get over it. Who cares? Like 
I bet it's all men complaining too, because, you know... Middle-aged men, I'm looking at you. Now, enough about that. The people are here to find out how they can get high off of their periods. (laughs) That's right. That's why they're tuning in. They're dying to know. Now, of course, when Lawson told me that there was a way that you could get high off of your period, I was completely on board because, for those of you that do get your periods, you know that it is not a fun time. So anything to make it a little bit more bearable, I'm on board with. But I'm not, I don't know necessarily that this is going to make it more bearable because what would you say is one of the main things you do to make your period more bearable? Painkillers. Painkillers. And chocolate. Painkillers and chocolate, yeah. (laughs) Yes. So, the way that one can get high from their period, it's not by anything. Let's say allegedly. Yeah, let's go with allegedly. It's very hippie woo-woo. That's what I'm going to (laughs) say. So Macy Hill, who is a women's health expert, has a new book called Period Power. And in this book, she explains that in the first day of your period, there is a lot of production of oxytocin and endorphins that can get you high. To induce a natural high, what you need to do is to seclude yourself in a dark room and place your hands over your abdomen and focus on meditative Breathing, and this should put you into a dreamlike and hallucinatory state, apparently. The kicker is, though, is they say that most women block these chemicals in their brain that make it this experience possible by taking painkillers. So you're telling me that I need to not take any painkillers and seclude myself into a dark room and just sit there with my period pain. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Mm. I'm not sure that re- it doesn't really sound all that appealing. Just, uh, just maybe to maybe once to experience, I guess, to see if you could do it. I'm not sure. Does that sound like something after reading the article that you might try? I'm gonna be realistic with you. Yeah, of course. I ca- just cannot function as a human on the first day of my period without painkillers like it is excruciating if you put me in a dark room by myself i'm not coming out of there as some spiritual goddess in some dreamlike state i'm crawling out of there teeth bared hair a mess like uh, imagine something from the ring that is what is going to emerge from that room well you, you don't know that you'll have to try it out to see because otherwise how would you know i mean it's for science amy Maybe, just maybe. I'll keep. I'll try to keep an open mind. Maybe next time I'll give it a go. Let's be real. I'm probably gonna last like thirty minutes before I give in mm. and take my beloved painkillers. I wonder how long it's meant to take. And it doesn't say. Anything, it doesn't say it doesn't that. Doesn't no. Say anything about it. Oh, I'm not sure. You know, the body's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm sure it does happen to some people, but hey, who knows? You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Now rest in peace. Guess that lyric. Because our new game is here. It is in full swing. This is Two Truths and a Lie. So this is our segment that we would love you guys to join in on, get in on the fun. Last week we briefly spoke about how you guys could get onto the show. I'm going to reiterate it now that we're a little bit more set on it because we did kind of sort of have like a mini on-air radio meeting about this. So, slide into our DMs, but not Lawson and Amy because we both have access to that account. What you need to do is either message Lawson privately or message me 
privately. I'm Amy Mariah. Lawson is Lawson Reeves 91 on Instagram. And send us two truths and a lie. And then obviously tell one of us what the lie is. And then we will read them out to the other person and they have to see if they can get it right. What would be even better though, if you could email us an audio message. So if you use the voice memo app on your phone, you can record your three truths and a lie, which we can play live on air. And then once again, you just have to let us know which one is the lie. Correct. But two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. Have I messed it up again? three truths and a lie. Man, I am not doing well with all this stress today. It has fried my brain. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm just kicked back on the other side of the desk. Nothing to worry about. Not a care in the world. So the email that you will be sending those voice messages to is lawsonandamy at gmail.com. All lowercase. And Amy is spelt A-M-I-E. And last week you shared your two truths and a lie. This week... It is my turn. So are you ready? As ready as I'll always be or ever be. (laughs) Firstly. Maybe I'm always ready. Numero uno. I broke into my high school on markup day and got arrested. Mm -hmm. I went to hospital once for swallowing a piece of star confetti and it got lodged in my throat. Mm -hmm. And I am a regional badminton champion. Oh, Okay. I know that for a fact you did choke on the glitter. (laughs) Yes, that that did happen. So I know number two is the truth. I've never heard you speak about badminton before. And Mm. but I don't think but I also don't think you're a bad ass enough to break into your school on muck up day. And I feel like you would have mentioned somewhere to try and give yourself some cool points that you have been arrested in the year that we've been working together. So I want to say that number three is the lie. Number, wait, so you're saying the badminton is the lie. Last minute change my mind. Last minute change. And the answer is, Oh, damn it. I am a regional badminton Ugh! champion. See, last minute I changed just purely on the fact that as I was speaking towards number one and going with it, you already reached out your hand and went to click on one of the things. And it looked by your face that you were enjoying about what you were about to click as the incorrect one. I'm not going to lie. I was just also really excited to use the hotkeys for the first time. <laughs> now, before we do anything else, Lawson. <laughs> ha, 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 I'm I'm having fun yeah. now. This is uh, fun. So, which one was the obviously then the you lie? Ha- you so, I did not break into my school and I did not get arrested. Right. Okay. So one zero. Oh, great. Now I'm losing this as well. I don't think I like this game. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> He's ready to bring back guest the lyric. Yeah. At least I've won that a couple times. So uh, this is a PSA, guys. Don't cons- don't swallow star confetti. It hurts. Thank you for that hot tip. Hey, coming up after this break, I uh, want to talk to you a little bit about Harry Potter. (gasps) I'm excited. Okay, stick around. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. You're listening to Lawson and Amy, unscripted. Lawson, which is me, taking a break on the other side of the desk, feet up, relaxing through it, while Amy stresses out, pushes all the buttons, makes sure the show is running smoothly. So, 
I know that you are a very large fan of, well, Disney mostly, but you love Harry Potter. Yes. I am also a massive Harry Potter fan. Yes. Big pothead uh, over the other side of the desk. Amy does love her Harry Potter, so I have a little bit of exciting news for you. Yes. Maya in the Burke Street Mall is opening Australia's biggest Harry Potter concept store this week. That is so cool. So is it all Harry Potter merch? Is there drinks? What What are they selling? Yeah, 500 square meters of Harry Potter inspired toys, stationery, homewares, clothing, a lot. So here's what you can get. Well... You can also, it'll be the only place in Australia where you can get your photo taken next to the train trolley as it enters into platform No way. Okay, I'm going. Three quarters. Yes. No, I just need to find someone to nag to take Instagram pictures for me. What are you talking about? You have a boyfriend. You've got an Instagram boyfriend. Yeah, I know. And he complains. Ah, they all complain. They're boyfriends. Yeah, I know. i got to train him better. You can also pick up a new wand from the store's exclusive collection of 20 character wands. Also, you can also... There's a little spot there where you can purchase tickets for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, Dedicated ticket booth for that. And at the launch, the cast of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child will be performing the wand dance. You've seen the show. Is there a wand dance or... Oh, no. I know exactly which one they're talking about. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's amazing. We haven't spoken about it on the podcast, but I have seen The Cursed Child. We did speak about it on the show just quickly. That is also another show that I very highly recommend. It is amazing. What date does this Harry Potter store open? Okay, so the launch was uh, Friday, October 18th. So this Friday. It launches this Friday. If you head down there... Uh, down to the Burke Street Mall. Let's see. It'll the the dance for the cursed child. It'll happen on f- at noon, Friday, October eighteenth, and then this weekend between ten and four, the new Harry Potter store will also have a series of activities for Potter fans, including face painting and coloring for the kids, and some product demonstra product demonstrations. What's that like? Showing you how the wands work? Maybe all the toys or the. Maybe they have some magic what's tricks. The, what's the greatest Harry Potter merch piece you've seen? Like, I, I bought once for a friend the Nimbus 3000. Not full size, but pretty big. That's really cool. Um, One of my friends, I don't know if it's like grandiose, like mm. a friggin' broomstick, but I was really proud of this and I thought this was a really cool thing is there was someone on eBay at one point. I think they probably still do it. There's probably multiple sellers. But you can get them to send a Harry Potter acceptance letter to someone's house. I have a lot of friends that are, like, extreme Harry Potter fans. So one of my hardcore friends, or hardcore fan friends, mm-hmm. yep, yep, for their birthday, I organized the letter to get sent to their house. So they had no clues coming. They just got a letter in the mail. That was their acceptance letter. It comes with like the wax seal and everything. And I was really proud of myself. Speaking of Harry Potter merch, I'm going to expose you right now. You have a Deathly Hallows necklace that you wear so often. The first time I ever complimented you on this necklace, what did you say to me? No clue. can't remember. I say a lot of rubbish. Essentially, you admitted that 
you had no clue what it was when you bought it. It was a necklace that you found for 70 cents. No, 20 cents. I bought it for 20 cents. 20 cents. flea market. You tell the story. Why am I telling it for I don't you? know. I was kind of enjoying it. You know, it was all right. I bought it for 20 cents and just sort of caught my eye. I liked it. I always seem to, I always seem to see that triangle circle line everywhere. So I was like, I'm getting this. And then once I did some research on it, I realized it was Harry Potter. Yeah, so you had no clue. You didn't buy it knowing it was Harry no. Potter. You just happened to look like an avid Harry Potter fan. And obviously, Harry Potter fans would know that the triangle circle line thing is the Deathly Hallows yes. symbol. No, I, I know, and I know what each of the symbols now stands for. But to be fair, I get a lot of compliments about my Harry Potter necklace. I know. <laughs> And you don't even know what Harry Potter house you're in, which is a bone I have to pick with you. We've spoken about this before, and I had a theory that you would be Slytherin, and I'm, I want to change it. I can't I want to change it. I can't believe you think I'm Slytherin. That is such a snake thing to do. Hey, I see what you did there. No, I'm changing my mind to the complete opposite. I now think you're a Hufflepuff. Not, I've, I've thought about it. I've had a long time to think about it because you still haven't taken the test. No, I'm not either of those. I'm half. I'm sorry. I'm um, I'm Gryffindor. No, nah, I reckon you're a Hufflepuff, and my reasoning for it is because Hufflepuffs are very loyal. They're very good friends, and this is a compliment to you because I think that is. That is you. You are someone who is a very loyal, very good friend. Gryffindor, me all the way. If anything, I'm Harry. Okay, during the break, I'm making you take the test, and we will be announcing on air what house Lawson is in, and then we can argue about it, because at the moment, you don't have a leg to stand on. You're saying you're Gryffindor, but you have no proof. I need proof. Well, such a riveting, riveting topic coming up There would be people that would be so invested in this. (laughs) Excuse you. You are listening to Lawson and Amy... Unscripted. And before the break, we teased that we will be revealing Lawson's official Hogwarts house. He took the Pottermore Sorting Hat quiz, the only Sorting Hat quiz that matters. And if you haven't already tuned out or changed station or stopped listening to the podcast because we gave that teaser, then we're sorry. Well, when we can't hear us. I feel like that is not necessary. (laughs) Wait for it. Your house officially is... Gryffindor, like I told you. Yeah, but now we have the proof. (laughs) Uh, It's not official till the sorting hat says. I didn't need the proof. Deep down in my heart of hearts, I knew I was Gryffindor. All right, let's get back onto the show, shall we? I'm glad that I finally got you to do that. I've been nagging you for weeks. You made me create an account and everything. Now I have some sort of Potter passport or something. Yes, and now you can find out what your Patronus is and what your wand is. And you can go buy one at the event on Friday. Look, everything's come full circle. Oh my gosh, my whole week now is packed with stuff I'm going to do. You are welcome. Now, Lawson, I'm going to talk to you about stalking. We all have that one friend that is insanely good at Instagram stalking. Mm. You have a question that you are curious to know the answer to. You hit this friend up and you don't know how they do it, but they find the answer. They show you a screenshot from this person's dog's groomer's brother. This person in Tokyo that I'm about to talk to you about has taken it to the next level. He's an expert. They are an expert, and to when I say this, this is actually quite a scary mm. story. So a man in Tokyo has been arrested 
because he stalked a pop star and found her home by studying the reflections of her pupils in her selfies. That's insane, isn't it? And really quite impressive. Like, oh yeah, to you to be able to find a person's location based solely on reflections. That means he has to at least know. I think also was he using Google Maps? Go- yes. So, so Street View. He's Google Street View. Yes. He's comparing the reflection in her pupils to Street View. Do you know how many hours that would have taken him? So many. Like this, as I said, is terrifying because there's so much work involved, mm. so much time. And when we talk about this article, this as this is actually quite serious because she was actually hurt and. Wait, he attacked assaulted. her? Assaulted, yes. He Whoa. assaulted her. So this is terrifying. Yes. What, so, so he wasn't a friendly stalker. Is that a thing? A friendly stalker? I mean, there's stalkers who... Are lighthearted. Are lighthearted mean and no just want harm. to meet you. Mm. And I, Yeah, I would say it would mean no harm. Although I also would go as far to say that someone that is going to that extreme to stalk someone are people that would snap very easily as well. So it's very easy for a lighthearted stalker to turn into a terrifying stalker like this. Is that obviously, speaking from experience, as a stalker yourself? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Said that with such conviction, I believed it. I'm not going to lie. I am someone who has partaken in just some casual online stalking. Of who? No, don't people. Have, pe- like famous people, I mean, or like no. people, people you know. The, I would say the most famous person that I have uh, stalked was a professional cyclist who I saw in my small country town changing on the side of the road. He was shirtless. I left a note on his car saying he was a beautiful, majestic human and then spent the day like <laughs> staring at his pictures because he was also a professional model alongside being oh, a cyclist. Wait. You can't just bust all that. Come back to it on another day. We get it. You're a stalker. You understand. We're all guilty of hmm. Instagram stalking, surely. Yeah. So what, we're all stalkers. What happened to this guy? Just a bit. He's been arrested and he is being charged, although there hasn't been many details that have mm. come out about it because obviously the investigation is still undertaken. So this, I guess, is our PSA to be wary of the reflections of your pupils oh, in your selfies. There's some yeah. scary people out there. That's what I am going to say. There are some terrifying people out there. As someone who is an avid true crime consumer, look after yourself, guys. You can never be too careful. You never know who out there isn't what they seem. Don't trust anyone. Wow, thanks. You are listening to Lawson and Amy unscripted thank you guys so much for tuning in today just a quick reminder that two truths and a lie is a thing if you can once again email through your truths and one lie to lawson and amy at gmail.com or you can slide into our dms you can find us at lawson rage 91 amy mariah or we also have an instagram account for the show which is lawson and amy That is all of the shameless promo done. See you next Tuesday. Bye.